You are listening to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss how following Jesus Christ impacts all areas of a believer's life. Each week, we will answer questions about the Christian worldview in an effort to help both new and mature believers grow in their faith. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Christ in All podcast. This is Matthew Smith, and with me today is Chad Hunsberger. How are you doing today? Man, all is well. Hey, have you recovered from our travels from the past oh. couple of days? <laughs> sure. Yeah. So I mean, you as make we, it sound like as we, we were record on this, like, yeah. this long, yeah. long yeah. trip, like two days. Yeah. I was still really tired yesterday afternoon. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. All right. So uh, we did just get back from a conference as we record this. It's the day yeah. after we got back into town, and. Uh, so you want to tell us a little bit about where we went? Yeah, so we were in Washington, D.C. at something called the Radical Intensive, which is put on by the ministry Radical mm-hmm. and helping churches, church leaders think about how to lead their church yeah. to consider their role and responsibility to get the gospel to those who have never heard. Yeah. So thinking about the unreached um, of the world. Okay. So that's actually going to be our topic for today, yeah, okay. Mention the Unreached. We're going to talk some about that. Um, and so I'm going to uh, throw some numbers at you. These are numbers that um, that we heard about at the conference, sure. we've heard about before at different things that we've, you know, Secret Church, this past one for Radical, and, mm-hmm. and just numbers that we're aware of in our church staff, and we have said to our congregation, but we want to make sure that anybody who's listening to this is, is aware of this as yeah. well. So, all right, so here we go. The, the world population, mm-hmm. everybody that is in the world right now, is, a, is approximately 7.75 billion, so yeah. almost 8 billion people. Um, of the world population, three billion is considered unreached, meaning they have no access to the gospel. Correct. So not just that they are lost, but that they have no way in their country of being saved. Right? They right. don't have access don't have a, to the gospel, sure. to the message. So about forty percent of the population mm-hmm. is considered unreached, unengaged people groups. Yep. Right. So speaking of people groups, uh, we based on calculations, mm-hmm. right, of like how we identify what a people yep. group is, yep. people of common language, common culture. We have uh, calculated that we have uh, 17,000 people groups. Of that number of people groups, 7,000 of them are considered unreached. Right. Right. Okay, so so it's a big problem. And then uh, another one of the things that we have really in the maybe um, past year or Mm -hmm. several months become become, uh, more aware of is what radical David Platt refers to as the great imbalance. Yeah, absolutely. So so here's some more numbers. Okay. we have approximately uh, 400,000 missionaries that are in the field right now. And um, of those, 3%, only 3% are engaging these unreached people groups. Right, right. Right? So 3% of our missionaries, of our people, are, are and working And that's like all evangelical missionaries yes. in the world. Yes, yeah. and so okay. that means 97% are on the ground in countries where the gospel has already gone. Yep. So we consider those already reached nations. Yep. And then in, as far as our missions giving, the money that churches uh, give towards this cause of missions of, of reaching the world, uh, that's an, uh, an amount of about $47 billion mm-hmm. that the churches are giving towards missions, but only 1% is going to unreached countries. So 99% going to uh, countries that are already reached. Yeah. All right. So I want to make one point of clarification. Okay. Uh, it's not just unreached countries. That that's Those statistics yeah. are with the people group 
piece. Okay. So there, there may be someone in a country that we might consider pretty unreached, mm-hmm. but within that country, like India, within the country of India, there are reached peoples and unreached peoples. And so when we're gotcha. thinking about the percentage that we give, mm-hmm. we might give a lot to India, but the vast majority of that goes to those that are already, already reached. reached in India. Or, yeah, so, so when you're thinking about it, don't just think geopolitical country. Mm-hmm. Think more in that people group, and that kind of helps us uh, consider that those percentages of giving, yeah. the great imbalance, gotcha. those okay. kind of things. All right, well, so uh, the, the question then, and I guess the, the topic of yeah. this episode is, what in the world do we do about that? And, yeah. and uh, it's, it's so to even I m- maybe more put this into perspective for some of our listeners, uh, if we've talked before about church sizes here in Mississippi, mm-hmm. so Colonial Heights is considered a big church, right? Yeah. And, right. and uh, big churches in this state are in the minority, or, mm-hmm. right? So it's more... More smaller Absolutely. churches. So if we're the pa- if you're the pastor of a smaller church, mm-hmm. doesn't have the budget and the giving resources that Colonial Heights, or even the sending resources, mm-hmm. the people, uh, then then what do I do as a mm-hmm. as a pastor of a small church? And then I guess a follow up question: Most of our listeners are not even on staff at a church right. or called to ministry; right. they're just normal church members who want to get involved. And so for those groups of people, when we are faced with a problem of this size and numbers yep. of this magnitude, what do we do? Yeah, good question. I think there's a, I say this often, there's a few things to consider mm-hmm. with that question. One is that um, the the call to care for all people is not a call to only the missionary elite of the church. Yeah. Uh, we were reminded this week uh, that call is a call for all Christians. So the type of person that thinks about, cares about, prays about, gives toward, longs for the gospel, the glory of God to be in all nations for all people and tribes and tongues, that is a Christian. It is not a missionary or a pastor or mm-hmm. a church leader, an elder, whatever. It, it is to be every Christian, yeah. because the the heart of God is for all nations, and we want to have the heart of God, and so we want to have, we were, we are given the Holy Spirit, so we want yeah. that. So I would say, and even initially, don't only be concerned about this if you, like, don't check out because you're not a pastor, you're yeah. not going to be a missionary, whatever, uh, but but instead, okay, what am I supposed to be doing? So yeah. I, I what, think... One of my favorite moments on the stage when David Platt was speaking was he said, like, you're you're not feeling called to go to a nation, you're mm-hmm. not feeling called to to actively be a career missionary on the sure. field somewhere. He says, well, what do you call a, a person who is is a believer and is wants to is passionate about God's call, about passionate about the Great Commission and wanting to reach these unreached people. What do you call that person who's not leaving but is still passionate about mm-hmm. reaching? That's just a Christian. Yeah. That's absolutely. what a, that's a Christ follower. Yep. And so if you are a Christ follower, then this is for you. Absolutely. Right? So um, I might do those in reverse then. Uh, what about the particular person, okay. and then go, yeah, to, go to what about a church? Okay. So the person first. Um, we have said this before. I just think it's it's really good for us to be reminded of. Um, take the next step. Yeah. So whatever the next step is, you you might already be doing some of these things. If you are, 
do the next thing. Um, but if, if you aren't doing any of them, then I would say um, pray. Mm-hmm. And, and again, just reminded in one of the sessions I was in, um, prayer is as big league as yeah. the mission field. In fact, I think about uh, so many missionaries that I have gone and served with and uh, that, that they come and back and talk to us. Like a v- huge majority of what they do is pray. Mm-hmm. They, they pray where they are. They pray over the people. They walk through the community and pray over those areas as they are working, as they are meeting people, as they are learning the language, as they are training, as they are all the things that they're doing, no matter what kind of work they're in, they're praying. They are pleading with God to to save people from those places. There is a, a, a part of us in our prayer that is so self-centered that we lose the the intent of the the fact that we are engaging with the creator and sustainer of the universe that we miss the fact like that we can ask him, we can plead with him, God save the the people of uh, India. We just, you know, mentioned Mm -hmm. India or God save the people of Chad, the country or of Iran and Iraq or, or think about people groups. And, and we start saying, God, God, we, we pray for the Yembe Yembe tribe, or we pray for the um, this this people group. Uh, I think of Joshua Project. Uh, they have an app that mm-hmm. uh, people group of the day, and they will send you a people group of the day. I would encourage you as a listener to download that app, mm-hmm. uh, Joshua Project, people group of the day, and they will give you a couple little things to pray for that you, you can pray for uh, people all over the world. Yeah. And those 7,000 people groups, in fact, they're the ones that kind of that organization keeps track of people yeah. groups and numbers. And so I would just say, so so one, pray. Yeah, and if you prefer email rather than an app or a notification, mm-hmm. like they will do that too. If you yep. go to that website, you can sign up for a daily email yep. or you can actually tell it how often you want to receive the email. Right, so, yeah. right. So, so pray. I I would actually go to a different one. Most people will say like, pray, pray give, go. Mm-hmm. And I, I would add one in there. Um Consider the way that you study. Hmm. Um, the way that you spend time in the Word is not just to hear it. Um, it is that. It is not just for you to have more information. It is that. But it is it is for you to be able to uh, share that information with others. And so allow your time of study to to be thinking about who is it that I am around that needs to hear this. Because in order for us to get to the unreached, we need to even be sharing with those that are also reached around us, right? So so pray, study. Then I would say uh, certainly be giving. Yeah. And so um, you need to be thinking about giving in your own life. Like what is, what whether it's to your church first and other entities, or if your church is also giving to the unreached, then giving uh, particularly to their mission fund or to other areas that they're supporting the unreached. But I would say look for ways that are particularly giving to those that are unreached. You, and again, uh, organizations like Urgent, where you're urgent, urgentneeds.org, where you're able to give directly to places like Af- Afghanistan and um, Iran and Iraq mm-hmm. uh, and those kind of places that Yemen that we wouldn't be able to get to, but are able to get the resources to. 
Uh, often we hear the word go, and so uh, that's in the Great Commission, right? So I would say as a response, be willing to go. But I would specifically say if you are one of those who isn't called to live there but is called to serve here, uh, the likelihood is in your community there somewhere uh, or, or nearby there is, there is a, uh, an unreached uh, someone from an unreached people group. I, I just met uh, someone the other day um, from uh, uh, Sudan. No, from Somalia, right? So uh, he's from yeah. He's from an unreached people. Uh, if you're around Jackson, we have lots. We have a large population from India. Okay, so like invite those people into your home. Uh, ask them to. Like go to a meal together, uh, get to know them, befriend them, uh, and consider this the way that you, like, as they hear the gospel, think about what they might be able to do that you couldn't do with their family and friends that are still back in their their country, mm-hmm. uh, their home country, so to speak. So uh, part of your going needs to be even around you in your neighborhood and in your schools and, and those sort of things. And um, then I think the last thing I would say is this concept of sending so mobilizing yeah. others to be the goers. So uh, that means, again, doing those things for them, praying and giving mm-hmm. towards those that are also going to the unreached. Yeah, back to the study in peace, discipling them, helping them. Uh, absolutely, so, yeah, absolutely, so. investing in them mm-hmm. in that way. So so pray, study, give, go, uh, mobilize are, are kind of the words that come to mind. So now I, I flip that, yeah, shift that to, to, the, to the pastor, pastor. To the pastor of a small church, so. Small and, budget, and I would say praying is free. Yeah. So, so, like you can shift that right now. Yeah. And yeah, you can start praying, and you can lead your people to start praying. That's right. Um, and there are a variety of different ways to do that. Here at Colonial Heights, we do some things where, um, we as a church are praying through, um, uh, countries that are vastly unreached. Uh, we're praying for a country a week, and so the kids get a little in- info card mm-hmm. every week, some facts about the that country, and the students are praying every Wednesday night, kind of in groups for that country. And um, like this week, I think is uh, Pakistan, and so like Sunday morning in life groups, they were praying for that, and then the kids get this little card. And last night at church, they were the, the students were praying for that country and the people there, and so. Um, just walking through that, taking a whole night of prayer. If you have a Wednesday night prayer meeting, mm-hmm. uh, say, hey, for this one night, we're going to to not just pray for our church members, mm-hmm. we're going to pray for the nations. Or, um, again, if you have a prayer meeting every week, each week put a, a yeah. different and uh, as you people pray for the people in the country. hospital and everything else, you pray for a specific Absolutely. country or so that's people a, group. Um, a thing to introduce that mm-hmm. to your people well. Uh, again, adjust your church's budget to not just give generally to mm-hmm. missions, but look for specific ways that you can consider giving to those in that, uh, in that to adjust again, if, if there's this 99% to 1%, then we're trying to move that needle. Yeah. It will take us moving the needle in our own budgets so yeah. that 99% of our own budget isn't just to the reach. So we've yeah. got to look at how we can adjust that. So uh, evaluating that, sending your people, mm-hmm. uh, like preach that message os- often, Pastor, uh, that you hope to send people here for the glory of God and all nations. Like yeah. that's, that's the desire of the church, regardless if there's 
15 people or 1500 people that you are, that that is the constant current message, um, from, from the pulpit, yeah, just uh, lead out in that. Just to kind of pick up of what you were saying, a couple of things. So the, about the budget piece, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, just like looking at different ways to spend your, mm-hmm. so, so it's possible for the, the pastor with the church that has a small budget, mm-hmm. like you wouldn't even need to increase your missions giving, you would just change your missions yeah, giving, right? And absolutely. so you can rectify the, partially rectify the great imbalance without even raising any more money, mm-hmm. right? And so, and then uh, on the the sending piece, I actually was having a conversation with a pastor from a smaller church mm-hmm. uh, just yesterday. As yeah. well, went with yeah. us on the trip, and um, and was was saying like like. Could you get, you know, he was thinking about first steps for his context mm-hmm. and like, what does a short-term trip look like? Would you get people on, on a short-term right. trip? Because that's going to, even if it is to Open a reached country, yep. that's going to be the quickest way to to get people on board with with that vision. Right? Oh, no so question. That experience that they're going to yeah. have is going to be the thing that is going to open up some eyes, like you were no just question. saying. Yep. So, yeah, providing those short-term opportunities opens eyes for mm-hmm. long-term vision. So yep. I think that's good. Okay. All yeah. right. So, uh, anything else we need to uh, tackle with this one? No. I, again, I would just remind you: take the next step. Yeah. Like whatever that next step is, um, yeah, and evaluate don't think where that you any of it's too small. Forward. Yeah, that's great. All right, that's going to wrap us up for this episode. Then we hope you've enjoyed it, and if you have, please share it on social media and uh, give us a rating and review on your podcasting app. And we thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Christ and All podcast, a ministry of Colonial Heights Baptist Church in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Together, we glorify God by making disciples of all nations. For more information, please visit our website at colonialheights.org.